Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It is time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Good morning. <clears throat> to the second day of June, and I just had a miracle. Literally just had a miracle, and I want to share it with you. It may seem stupid to you, but it, I'm telling you, it, I, I, it was so much of a miracle. I went back upstairs and told Michelle what just happened. You guys know that? Hey, you guys know that I get up in the morning. Uh, I've, I've been up since uh, five thirty. I get up early and I, you know, prepare for the show, do a lot of research, talk to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit talks to me, and the one I, I was looking for a link. See, the Lord works in, the Bible says he works in mysterious ways, doesn't it? I can't explain what I'm going to share with you here. So this morning I was trying to, I was doing, doing my show prep and I wanted to, um, I was looking for something. I, I looked for it for 10 minutes, a video. I couldn't find it. I had it. I know that I, I, I had the video. You guys know how it is in your emails. You look down through that. Where is it? Where is it? I went into the sent file. I went into every, I went into every file. I said, golly. I couldn't remember the name of the file. I couldn't remember anything about it. But I thought, you know, something's going to prompt me here. I couldn't find it. And I wanted to use it on today's show. But I couldn't find it. So I come down, you know, I come down about 6.45 to fire up the computer and all that kind of stuff, get it up and running. And I got, walked down the steps, got down there, sat down in my, my seat, and I was in my, in my mind, you know, I'm thinking, Dad, going, Lord, I wish I could find that video. And, and I turned on the computer, fired up the computer. takes, I don't know, 45 seconds for it to get up and run or whatever. And all of a sudden... My 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 email pops up on the screen. I mean, I, I didn't click on it. My my email pops up. My Gmail account pops up there, and sitting right at the very top of my Gmail account was that video that I had been looking for. I've been looking for it for forty minutes, and it was sitting right at the very top, hyper. So it looked like it had just been sent by me to me, and I couldn't. It's a miracle. So I just want you, want you to know that there's things like that. It happened to me all the time that make me, uh, I don't know if I ever have God figured out. I, don't, I, I think it's dangerous to think we got him figured out. His way is not our ways. His thoughts not our ways. The way it seems right to us, it's death and destruction. Uh, man, oh, man, oh, man, the supernatural is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I had something else kind of supernatural happen last night. I don't know if it's supernatural. That's not the right word. I was thinking of Mark Trump, actually, when I was doing it. I was, uh, we, had a, we had tremendous thunderstorms come through last night, cracking and Bopping and banging and booming and and I was I, it was about uh, about two thirty I think it was I was sound asleep and that first one boom it woke me up you know I sat up in my bed actually it was so loud I thought it knocked down a tree outside or something and put my head back down and it was amazing as I was laying there partially asleep three different times lightning flashed my eyes were shut lightning flashed. I saw it with my eyes shut and then heard the boom about uh, 10 seconds later, three different times. And I thought, Lord, this is crazy. I'm laying here, my eyes shut, not even thinking about anything, and boom. What is that, you think? What is it that can penetrate darkness with my eyes shut and my mind not even attuned? And I realized, boy, lightning just flashed. Didn't crack. I didn't hear it, but it flashed. My eyes are shut. And then three different times. So <clears throat> I believe in the supernatural today. <laughs> I believe in it every day. But just two little things like that, you know, it's around us all the time. <clears throat> we're, we're, uh, we are so, the Bible tells us that, golly, we're people destroyed for a lack of knowledge. We we. Somebody told me one time that the most, uh, the most common expression you're going to have when you get into heaven, the most common expression you're going to hear is, are you ready? Oh. 
as things begin to make sense to you. Oh. And we're trapped into this natural world, and we can't understand the supernatural around us. And when we pass through that curtain, oh, now I get it. There's going to be a lot of that going on. So shame on us or any of us or all of us for ever thinking we have it all figured out because we certainly do not have it all figured out. Myra, go ahead and pray us in here real quick. Got a lot on the table today, a lot to try to get off of it. And uh, thanks for being there, Myra. Go ahead. Sure. I will be delighted to coach. Good morning, Harold. We're reading 1 Peter 2, 8. And a stone of stumbling and a mm. rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word being obedient, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. Jesus, you're welcome to coach Dave Harrell, and we open our hearts to you. I unleash resurrection power, love, and joy to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's go. Get, let's go get them today. All right. Let's go get them. Coach, what are you pulling up? There? I, I got to talk about some calendar stuff because Michelle made sure I told all of all of you who are coming on Friday on on Sunday evening at six o'clock. We will not have food. We're not. We don't have any food. We don't have any beverages. If, bring your own lawn chair to sit in. Bring a bottle of water if you want to. Bring a snack if you want to. We are not putting any preparation of that kind of thing into it. We'll have fellowship. We'll talk afterwards. If you bring a bag of chips, you can share it with somebody else if you want to. But this is not a everybody come and eat kind of thing, okay? And bring your own lawn chair because we're just kind of setting it up in, in, the, in uh, the backyard there. And the question is, where do we go from here? And I would encourage you again. Um, I would encourage you again. I, I, don't even, I don't even know how to do this. Try to bring a pastor with you. Try to bring a pastor. And uh, I don't know how we got in this mess. I got some really, really good stuff to share. I'm not going to be able to share it with you, right? As I've said to you before, I'm, I'm a friend of pastors. I'm not an enemy of them. I'm a friend. I want to help them. I want to. I, I want to help them. They're, in a, they're, they're trapped in a broken system. They don't. Even, they don't even realize that they are. And I want to. We need them. We need them to get out. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking at the schedule right now, the annual event. Of course, Chad's got one coming up there uh, on uh, June 11th. Chad always has good events going on down there. You folks are lucky to have Chad working down there. Our annual event, the Ohio annual event, is the 24th. Man, that's that's three weeks away. Goodness gracious. I'll get some more details up on there. You can click all. We'd love for you to come. You can bring a camper. You can bring a tent. You can bring whatever. You can sleep in the field. The fellowship is rich. The training will be good. Everything, we have spiritual warfare conference going on, crushing serpents going on, uh, re, uh, reclaiming the land, binding the strong man. You know what's just so encouraging to me? There are things popping up that I don't really have to do anything with. Guys are anxiously doing it on their own. That's, that blesses my heart. Blesses my heart. So if you would, folks, just you know, just check out our uh, Check out the, out the calendar. Stay, stay close to it so you know what's going on. And I promise you, if you get together and you come to one of our events, it, it will be life-changing for you, just from a friendship standpoint. Find out that there are other like-minded, like-minded people in it, okay? Okay, I'm going to stop there for a second. I'm going to say, hey, anybody have anything for the good of the group out there, schedule-wise, anything I missed? Because uh, I do miss a lot of things. I thank Gary Pierce. Gary Gary's the one that tries to keep all this stuff straight for me. I think Jared and his team – Everything that they do to keep us up, keep us up to date, and uh, uh, I got a lot of balls in here, man. I'm, I'm juggling a lot of things. Anybody? Anybody? Hi, Brett. Go, Brett. Hey, hey coach. If uh, anybody's out in the Kansas area, the Wichita, Kansas area, uh, we're going to be out there June 10th and 11th at a old-fashioned patriotic Kansas tent revival. Yes, sir. I'm going to be there June 10th and 11th. Talking to Michelle about it today, and got, you know, guys, folks, this is amazing. It's <clears throat> Excuse me. What's what the what's going on? Because a flight. Listen, listen, Brett. I'm going to get there. I'll make it there. A flight to uh, this Team Jesus event out there in Tawanda, Kansas. Flying to Wichita is nearly seven hundred dollars. I remember I used to fly to Wichita recently for two hundred and twenty. Of course, I guess their fuel prices are going up too, right? Gas is un- unbelievable, folks. They are purposefully, purposely destroying. The American way of life. No, no, no doubt in my mind it's going on. That's what's going on. 
the Luciferians are in, in control and in, in charge, and uh, we got we got to stand up and push back now. Thanks, Brett. Anything else? Anything else? Uh, well, my wife came. Well, I won't, I won't even go in there. My wife. Uh, Lord, do I want to do that? <laughs> Is that where I want to go? No, that's not where I'm going to go there. I'll, I'll go there. I'll go there in a minute. Here's where. Here's where I want to go. <clears throat> go to number two. Did you guys see this? Brett's got your hand raised. Go ahead, Brett. Yeah, good morning, Coach. Good morning, team. Um, yeah, we've we've had a foraging class scheduled for that same weekend, the uh, June twenty fourth, Coach. So okay, if, for those, I don't want to pull from yours by any means. No, 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 that, no, dude, that's okay. No, no, that's good. June twenty fourth. Get us some information, Brett, so we can get that up on the you know for people who can't come all the way out. That'd be a good thing for them. Okay. So give me a right. little, give me a little, get a little bit of information so we can get that posted up there. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks. Appreciate you guys, man, all you're doing out there. Hey, sometimes we're going to step on each other. It's just kind of the reality. Do you see this, folks? U.S. egg factory torch in the middle of the night. What? What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Scroll down, Spence. An estimated uh, 200,000 chickens were killed at Forsman's Farms, Howard Lake, Minnesota. Just a coincidence, I suppose. I'm just a coincidence. 200,000 chickens. Killed at night in a fire that nobody knows. Hmm. Well, the sheriff's office said it was likely an accidental. Yeah, likely accidental, huh? This is yet another food production facility that has randomly gone up in flames in the last few months. Folks, we got to be preparing. We got to be getting ready. I'm telling you, we got to be getting ready. Okay? Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Hey, can I ask you a question? Does the devil have a kingdom? Does the devil have a kingdom? I'm asking a question. Yes. I'm looking for responses. Because I've done a lot of research over the last couple of days because I wanted to do a subject on this. And uh, uh, I'm trying to find out if the devil's got a kingdom. Or has he stolen one? Does the devil have a kingdom or has he stolen one? Has he stolen? Does he have a kingdom or has he stolen one? And so I did, I did a lot of yeah, Spencer, go if you will uh, for, um, for me to number four. Number four. Hang on, Bernie. I'll get you in here. Number four. Kingdom. 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 And when you break down the word kingdom, you come up with king, dominion. Dominion of a king. That's kingdom. The dominion or control of an area by a king. That's why Jesus said, my kingdom is what? Not of this world. He didn't say he had a kingdom, but he said, my kingdom is not of this world. In other other words, it's unworldly. It's bigger than just this world, but his kingdom encompasses this world. How do I know his kingdom encompasses his world? Because he told us, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So I know that God's kingdom encompasses the world. Folks, it has to. I remember the song I used to sing when we just got, when I first got saved, going up to the high places, going up to the high places, going up to the high places to tear the devil's kingdom down. Sounded good, but I thought, what, the devil doesn't have a kingdom. It would be a king to have a kingdom. You say, well, coach, he's the prince of this world. He's what? Is he the king of this world? No, no. Prince of this world? Well, what's a prince? Is a prince a king? No. No. Does the devil have a kingdom? So it says in here in Webster's that the kingdom is a territory or country subject to a king. An undivided territory under the dominion of a king or a monarch. So let me ask you something. Has the devil being a prince trumped the authority of the king? Somebody show me where that would be and anywhere in history that that's been possible. That the prince overrules his daddy. Can anybody, the prince overrules his king. Can anybody tell me where that would be? Yeah. Where? Absalom. Absalom. Explain that, Bernie. Uh, King David's son usurped his kingdom because, um, and. Okay, um, gotcha, Bernie. Usurped it. Usurped it. Right? Right. So the devil has usurped 
the kingdom. He's not the king of this earth, folks. He's not the king of the world. It's, it's undelegated authority. In fact, Jesus said, all power is given unto me. All power, both in heaven and earth, is given unto me. Now, if all power in heaven and earth was given unto him, how can the devil have a kingdom? Uh, he doesn't have one. He's usurped authority. And Jesus went on the cross and he said, for this purpose was the Son of Man manifest, that he would annihilate the works of the devil. He took back the, de- uh, the keys of death, hell, and the grave, and he reclaimed authority over his kingdom, not the devil's kingdom. He took the keys from the devil who had stolen them, and he gave them back to us. And we sit around there in our churches telling people that uh, Satan is the god of this world. Folks, listen, there's only one god. There's only one God. Satan may be little God, little G, God of this world. Satan is not G-O-D. He is not king of kings over. We have been, we've, been, we've been mistaught, baby. We've been, we've been mistaught. They've been telling us that we don't have any authority at all. We have no authority. We just go to God and we just beg, oh, Lord, please, Lord, please make this happen. Oh, please, Lord, please, Lord, make this. And we don't understand that we walk in the authority of, we are the rightful princes to this kingdom, right? This one right here, right now. And it's because of that, our, our misunderstanding of who our daddy is and his authority and the usurpation of his authority given by Adam and Eve taken back at the cross, that we walk powerless because we still think the devil's the king. Now, I feel some of you itching out there want to argue with me. Good luck. Good luck. The God of this world, little G, I see that one, of this world, is, is our God, is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Is he God over all the earth? All the world? Is he king of all the universes? Is he a king of every dominion? Is ours the king of kings and the Lord of lords? Is he above every principality and power? Doesn't the Bible say that far above all? Yes, it does. He is in control of everything, not the devil. We've been taught in our churches that the devil's in control. I'm hitting a nerve, aren't I? I'm hitting a nerve. Because the kingdom is a territory or country subject to a king, an undivided territory under the dominion of a king or a monarch. Folks, you cannot be under the dominion of the devil and Jesus at the same time. Impossible. No man can serve two masters. Impossible. So Jesus Christ is either king of kings of this earth and this world, or he is not. He is not sharing his kingship with Beelzebub. He's not doing it. He took all authority back. He took it back. The foreign possessions of a king are not usually included in the term kingdom. Thus, we speak the word kingdom without including the East or West Indies. The inhabitant, the kingdom is the inhabitants or population subject to a king. The whole kingdom was alone. Let me ask you something, folks. Who do you serve? Who do you serve? Because that's who your king is. That's who your king is. And I'm going to tell you this right now as I sit here. Jesus is my Lord, my King of kings. Satan has no power over my life. None. He ain't got no, he got no authority. He got no authority over my children, over my grandchildren, over my possessions. He ha- Now, that doesn't mean he's not going to try to try to get in there and get them, take everything, destroy everything. Yeah, but he's, a, he's an interloper. He's an intruder. He is, he is at the very best, at the very best, the prince of the power of the air, at the very best. He ain't king. In king. In natural history, the kingdom is a division, like the animal kingdom, the vegetable kingdom, mineral kingdoms. The kingdom is a region, a tract, a place where anything prevails and holds sway as the watery kingdom. In scripture, the government or universal dominion of God. There it is. Folks, this ain't the devil's... This, the earth is not the devil's. He is the prince. Prince subject to a king. Kingdom is the power of supreme administration. A princely nation or state. You shall be unto me a kingdom of priests. Revelation to me this morning. I got the revelation this morning. You know why? Oh, Lord, thank you. 
Jeez, I heard that one. Do you know why we think Satan is the king of this earth? Because we follow him like he is. We follow him like he is. We're told he is. He does everything he can to try to influence us, to try to destroy everything good, and we don't do anything to hold on to what is rightfully ours or, more specifically, rightfully the Lord's. Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world, meaning <laughs> my power is so much greater than this little dumpy place you guys are in. <laughs> this, is, this is just a basement. This is just a basement in my kingdom. But I'm in charge here. We're, we're being influenced by the rats scurrying around in the bottom of the basement, thinking they're in charge. The Lord said, do something about them, man. Get them out of there. Call the exterminator. Get them out of there. Kingdom's not of this world. Mm. Okay, I'm ready for the argument. I got more. I'm ready for the argument. Go ahead, Bernie. I, I feel you, Mark. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bernie. Okay, boy. Okay, Coach, a couple things. Number one, you say kingdom is not of this world, but of is the genitive term, so you, you'd always translate that of or from. He His right to his kingdom does not come from this world. Right, he is yes, the king, and he in his domain is wherever present. The problem is that he gave dominion also to man, and man keeps right. giving it, giving it back to Satan. Okay, because just yep. like they were, they were he led them and delivered them from Egypt, but there were people who kept wanting to go back to Egypt. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Bernie. So listen, so, the problem is not the devil's in control. The problem is we give the devil control. Right. You folks, do you understand point. that? Do you understand that, folks? I, I could I could walk down the road. I could get on my lawnmower and drive down the road to go over in Mo Sky High, which I did yesterday. I drove it down the road. And some guy could have pulled up in a car, and I could have let him. I could have got off and let him get on the mower, and he'd drive down the road on my mower. But still my mower. Still mine. He can go over and mow his neighbor's yard and go mow everything else. And that's all well and good, but it's my mower he's using that's that's a somebody's got to come along and say, hey, dude, get off the mower. That <laughs> ain't your mower. That belongs to coach. That's where we are. And because we yield to that authority, we think he's king. We think he's in control, and he ain't. Bible says he is a defeated foe. Come on in, Mark. He's not a king, coach. You're dead on. But was he? Was he given the earth, not as a king, as a prince? I believe all the angels in heaven were given a heavenly place by God himself. I believe Satan was given a heavenly place to reign as a prince. Mm -hmm. And I believe that we are on his turf. But he failed. And when Archangel Michael destroyed the heavenly places, why couldn't Satan's be destroyed? Because we're on it. All right. Why are the fallen angels here in Satan's domain, his princely reign? Why are they here? Because their heavenly places are destroyed. So I think that the angels had a heavenly home before they fell. And I think Archangel Michael, God had authority over all heavenly places, including Earth. And he allowed Archangel Michael to destroy them, except for Earth. And that's where he locked away Satan. So I think there's a covenant. God has a covenant with Satan, and he left him here on his domain. But it's not his anymore, Coach. No. Jesus went and it's took not. it back. Amen, Coach. Amen. 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 All power and authority. Folks, when Jesus said all authority is given to me, both in heaven and earth, how much? How, wait a minute. Oh. He, meant to, he meant to say all power is given to me, both in heaven and the earth, except for on the earth where Satan rules. He's the king of the world. He didn't say that. I think, Mark. Yeah, I think yeah. he, I think. I think you said it. I think you said it beautifully. The Bible said it. it. The Bible said Archangel Michael had authority from God to destroy the angels' homes. Mm -hmm. Satan's no different. Mm -hmm. He's just an angel. Amen. Amen. So it would sort of be like Joe Biden usurping the power of the government, right? Joe Biden's only president of the United States because they tell us he is. Is he really president of the United States? Is that really, is the Lord using this as an example to show us that whoever we say is king is king? Is, is, that what, is that what the Lord's trying to show us? If we continue to call Joe Biden president of the United States, is he? 
I guess he is. He's destroying everything. Because why? We think he's king. He's not. We just think he is. Joe, come on in. This is good stuff, isn't it? This is good stuff. Thank you very much, Coach. It's a great topic. Um, I think that this is something that the church on purpose has ignored it so much that they don't understand it or believe it anymore. That's right. uh, uh, The best teachers I found on this uh, that are alive is actually probably Billy Brim. And she was the editor of Kenneth Hagin's books for 10 years. And he had the believer's authority that he wrote based upon that book. He expanded the authority of the believer. And uh, she, she reminds us, now my whole body's tingling, so I know the Holy Spirit says you're spot on or right over the target, um, that uh, we're high above sitting with the Lord at the right hand of the Father. Well, it says, this, brother. This is what I've been trying to do with communion is to remind us where we are sitting when we're spiritual Christians. We're not, we're physically here, but that's only the, the little mortal weak part of us. The real part of us is up there with the Lord, and we forget it. We don't. We're, and, we're, we're stuck in a meat suit, but really, we're seated in high places. Yeah, and I think we need to learn how to how to pray from there, how to take communion from there, how to do spiritual warfare from there. We need to do everything from there, from that seat. But we don't know. There's no guide to us. Nobody teaches us, and we don't have many Absolutely. examples. Um, so, so Joe, when when people say to me. Uh, when Jesus said, regarding taxation, when Jesus said, uh, show me whose picture's on that dollar bill. And they showed him the picture of Caesar, right? Did Jesus say, see, all the money belongs to Caesar? That's not what he said. He said, whose inscription's on there? And they said, Caesar. He said, oh, yeah, okay, well then. Give to Caesar what belongs to him. If you think that's Caesar's, go ahead and give it to him. He didn't, he didn't tell you to give what belongs to the God, God to Caesar. Did the Lord tell us anywhere, anytime, any place ever give our children to the devil? No. Here, all, uh, who's, yeah, wait a minute, by the way, who's, who's inscriptions on the school uh, government? Well, give to the government what's the government's. Those children, if you think they belong to the government, you, you give them to the government. I think that's what Jesus said. Folks, how could, how, if God, everything, if we as Christian believers believe that everything belongs to the Lord, how can we compartmentalize here on earth and say, well, that doesn't belong to him. That doesn't belong to him. Everything, the Lord owns everything. Well, not, not that. No, he doesn't, because the government owns that. Well, isn't he, the, isn't he above principalities and powers? Isn't he above the government? Isn't he the foundation of all government? Do you see the thinking that we have? God's king of kings and lord of lords, but no control over Washington, D.C. Oh, no, 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 no. God's king of kings and lord of lords. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I can do all things uh, through Christ who strengthens me. But they can teach homosex to my children in school. Because it's government school. You see? You see the mindset? Do you see the compartmentalization that we've done and why we are in the mess that we were in? It is either all his or none of it's his. It's either, he either has all authority or he might as well have no authority. Because if you don't know where the authority of God ends, you're, hey, you're walking in mud, dude. You're walking in mud. Well, he has the authority that we do not occupy and exercise our authority. That's right. That's right. In his name, we don't exercise the authority. He has most of it right now. Now, he, see, we're, we're, we're sitting here, Joe. We're sitting there waiting for him to come back and exercise his authority. And he's sitting up there saying, dudes, I gave it to you. He I said, gave it to you. He said, come on, on here, boys. He did everything he was going to do. It is finished. That's and right. that wasn't just, the, just salvation. That was yeah. everything he was restoring to us. And we don't understand what those words meant. That's right, and I don't. He's about, he. Uh, we're, we're praying for him to come back and clean up this mess, and he's playing, praying that we will clean up the mess because he empowered us to do it. That's see, we. It's all. It's all mindset. It's all mindset. Come on, in, Gene. Yes, thank you. We have to stop and think the what's the umbrella of authority. 
God is a great creator. And we have to remember the createe cannot take commands over the creator. Amen. God created us as man. And man created government. We are man. And God, there is no nobody that can get between you or me and God. Amen. But we as Christians take Romans 13 and put it that government is God. And we listen. They're separate. They're separate, right? We are the creator of government. They cannot take authority over us. And that's what we got to keep as Christians in mind. But churches are bowing down to the wrong God. Amen, dude. Amen, dude. Listen, folks, I just happened to pull this up there. Spencer, do this for me real quickly here. I'm going to get all of you in here, I promise. Uh, Spencer, go to pull up Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1. Hey, the Bible's true. I believe it. That sells it. No, you don't. No, you don't. Go to 21. Go down 21. <clears throat> Go to 21. Yep, right there, but Stop right there. Which he wrote, uh, uh, maybe starting verse 18. And what is the seated greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places far above all principalities and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in the world which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, not his bride, the fullness of him that filleth in all in all. Dudes, there it is. Amen. Is, it, is this dude lying to us? Far above all principality. Hey, dude, hang on, Spencer. What's a principality? What's a principality? Maybe we better check that out. What did Mr. Webster say that was? What's a principality? Sovereign. You had it there. It was good. Principality. Sovereign. Supreme power. A prince. One invested in sovereignty. The territory of a prince. He's the prince of the power of the air. He's not king of the power of the air. The territory of a prince or the country which give title to a prince, thus the principality of Wales. Superiority, predominance in scripture, royal state or attire. And we are now above all principalities and power. We are ambassadors of his power here on earth. Oh, my goodness, I don't know. Come on in, Dale. Amen, Coach. The, the Once again, never build a theology on a single passages of Scripture. So where they're getting that from is Matthew chapter 12, 26, where Jesus is being questioned. And Jesus responds, if Satan drives out Satan, he is divided against himself. The kingdom like divided against itself cannot stand. Kingdom stand. So it's darkness, it's a dominion, but God is the creator of all things. Therefore, he is the owner of of all things. Satan has never created anything and in life except, for, except for chaos, right? That's except right. for chaos. That's and brother, chaos Jesus, comes through destruction, not building. He destroys stuff. That's right. And he can brother, man, let me tell you, don't get me started on that. When you think about this, in the garden, beautiful the garden must have been, Satan, right, because of what Adam did, he, he relinquishes the, the dominion of authority there but where does Satan first encounter Jesus? In a desolate place, in a mm. desert, because that's what he did to the world. He destroyed, he destroyed. Brother, he has no authority. Jesus conquered death, hell, and the grave. He has taken all authority, made a public display of them, Colossians. But that's where they get the theology to build that it is a kingdom is out of that. You never build a theology on a single passage of the scripture. Amen, Dale. So let me ask you folks, all of you to watch it right now. If you guys were to go to your pastor, maybe not all of you, you go to your pastor and you explain, you show him the first uh, 33 minutes of this show, he'll tell you, you better get away from me. You better get away from that guy. He's teaching a bad theology. Hey, friends, can somebody tell me how this is a bad theology? Can somebody, can somebody tell me? Can somebody show me anywhere in the Bible where it says all power is given unto Satan? Yeah, and, and it, I, hey, if that's, if that's it, I'll buy into it. 
I'll buy into it. And I'm going to tell you this, and you're not going to want to hear this one either. We're conquering kings. We're conquering. And I hate to tell you this. Uh, we ain't leaving. We ain't leaving here. We're going to take dominion here. Amen. We're going to see it. We're going to see it. We're going to see the righteous take dominion here. I'm, I'm, maybe I'll get into that tomorrow. I'm, oh, boy. Hey, somebody raise your hand and say, Coach, you're turning my theology upside down. My whole church, all, my whole church life, they talked about the devil and the power of the devil. And all that devil and all that devil. Well, yeah. Huh? The devil's coming in your house because you left the door unlocked. You ain't got no power, no authority to get in your house. What are you talking about? He snuck in a crack in the garage. He snuck under the window in the basement. He, he wiggled his way in. He don't have, he's an intruder. He's not in charge of, he ain't in charge of anything. Devil can't make you do anything. Folks, devil can't make you do anything. Why? Because I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Bible says, which one are you serving? Which guy do you serve? Come on in, Rochelle. Hey, good morning, team. Um, so I, I don't want you to yell at me, but I'm just, this is a stumbling block for me. I'm not going to so yell at you. Help me through I'll get it. excited, so this not is, yelling This is John, <laughs> with me, whatever. All right, this is John 14, uh, 30, 30. Well, I'll start at 29. And now I have told you before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. I will not speak with you much longer, for the prince of this world is coming, and he hath no claim on me. So he does call him the prince of this world there. Um, I think Satan has kind of been, he's been Wait a minute, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. Who's, I, king, of this, who's king of this world? He, okay, I, I agree. There is... Um, different levels of authority but he's still calling him the prince of this world so and he's the king and he's the king on the cross i think that definitely issued him an eviction notice but there's a time frame so until the fullness of the gentiles come in then we don't get that full authority um, i don't believe that i don't believe that in fact when i go to the abortion clinic and some little podunk cop comes up and tells me i'm not allowed to stand there you know what i do rochelle I said, let me talk to the chief I agree. You get what I just said? Let me talk to one higher than you, dude. The keys were taken back. Right? That's right. The keys were taken back. Listen, let me talk to the guy in charge. I don't want to talk to his son. I don't want to talk to the prince. I want to talk to the king. Amen. So, so uh, I, I believe the prince has authority if we permit him to. If we honor the prince. But the word says honor the king. Doesn't say honor the prince. And we have taken the prince of this world and made him king of this world, and he's not. Rochelle, I didn't mean to yell at you. Keep going. You can finish. Okay. Um, uh, is my mic still on? Um, it also hmm. says that we all are in the, this world lays in the sway of the wicked one. So there is some type We're of supernatural influence over us. <laughs> Of course he does. He has influence, but not power. Hey, Rochelle, do you think that Jesus Christ could come down here right now and crush every government organization in the world? Do you think he can do that? I think Amen. he's got power over everything, Coach. And there, then the, I, I then think the prince, there is. Then the there prince are, doesn't have it. We do still have to operate in his time. No. You're mixing metaphors Amen. here. Amen. You're mixing metaphors. What do you mean operate in his time? You mean well, that... It's just, not, Jesus, wait a minute. just like Jesus oh, coming back and to be hung on the cross, that was a time. He had well, sure. a time. So when's the time to end abortion? Oh, I'm look, we can end abortion... It, uh, that's not the... I'm not arguing that. I'm just what saying there's a hierarchy... There is a hierarchy of power... And it, he even calls the devil the prince of this world, the prince of the power of the air. There is some sway he has over this place. I'm not I didn't say he doesn't. I didn't say he doesn't. All I said is he gave you power. You are sitting, sitting at the right hand of God. You are seated in heavenly places now, far above all principalities and power. The devil is in subjection to you. Amen. Amen. We just don't know. They've messed up our Amen. theology. They've messed up our theology. Come on in, Reggie. Sorry, Rochelle. I love you. I'm not yelling Amen. at you. 
I'm yelling to make a point. Thank you. I'm yelling to make a point. Can, Go ahead, Reggie. Can I please um, request if you uh, could pull up Psalm 82? And while you do that, I want to explain a concept that has been taught from the very, very, very early church. It's been lost, but it has maintained itself in the Orthodox church. And to many people, it's just unbelievable. So it is a con- it's a concept called theosis. And what that is, is an understanding that humans can have real union with God and so much so become like God to a degree, because he is God, that we participate in a con- the, that concept, we can become like, oh, so we participate in the divine nature of God. Okay. So that's mm-hmm. deification. So you remember Lucifer mocks and does everything like God. That is why they have their demigods. He understands this concept. Humans do not. I understand it because I was taught it from a, you know, so it isn't that we become gods, but we participate um to such a degree that we we do participate in the divine nature we do have authority so if you can read psalm 82 really let that sink in god standeth in the congregation of the mighty he judges among the gods small g who does capital g and small g how long will you judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked defend the poor fatherless do justice to the afflicted and needy Deliver the poor and the needy. Read them out of the hand of the wicked. Evidently, we have the ability to do that. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of line, out of course. And I've said, ye are gods, and all of your, you are children of the Most High. But you shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations." So authority has been given to us. Delegated authority. Delegated authority. Now, Rochelle said, well, it's all about timing. And I agree. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And see, we get caught up in this free will, yada, yada, yada. Could somebody have done something heroically 30 years ago that could have ended abortion? Well, we don't know, do we? Because they didn't do it. Coach, so what, what, what God's timing? What God's he's timing? commissioning he's, us to do it. If in that psalm, if you read that, that's right. He is I mean, saying, "Hey, you're dumb. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> you're walking in darkness because you just don't understand." Amen. Amen. In fact, Reggie, one of the biggest fights we have, I think, in modern Christianity, is the church doesn't want to be king. The church doesn't want to have all authority because why? Brings responsibility and accountability. It's easier for us to blame the devil for what we didn't do. That's, that's, can I ask a question on this psalm? It says, "Ye shall die like men." How can they be? How can he be talking to men if he's saying because you don't accept like it? Men? Because you're not accepting it. What do you mean? We're all going to die. We're all going to die. It says, we like, are- you shall die like men. Like, he's not talking to men. Like, he's talking to the, uh, the nations who were put over us, the angels put over us. But ye shall die like men and fall like one of the princess. And your, and your point? I'm just I'm saying, not- can he be addressing men? It, it, you can't say to a man, you're going to die like a man. That's, that doesn't mean anything. He's talking to so- another entity saying, you're going <laughs> to die like men. So what's your what's the point? You're, I'm not arguing. What's 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 the point you're making? Because okay, well, so I, we don't I, have a, we don't have authority. Maybe I, under, maybe I understood Reggie to be saying that this uh, psalm was written to people. Where I think this may have been God uh, addressing the little g gods, saying, "Hey guys, you're supposed to put people in charge down there that are going to defend the poor and fatherless and do that. the right thing, and you're not doing the right thing, so you're going to die like men." I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Yeah, Michelle. Thanks, Coach. Um, it's, it is a stumbling block, like Rochelle says. So reconcile three scriptures for me, please. Matthew 4, verse 9 to 11, where it says, And he said to him, All these things I will give to you, which means he has dominion over something, because he can give it to Christ if Christ would have bent the knee. No, no, then no. In two Corinthians- but listen, Christ didn't bend the knee. 
because he took it no, back from no, but he, yes, he took but it Satan back to say that if he didn't have it. Okay, he took so it firstly, back when he had it. Yes. He had dominion. That's what the cross was all about. Amen. He reclaimed Go dominion. Go ahead, next one. Okay, next then one. the next one is 2 Corinthians 4, verse 4, where it says Satan is the God of this world. And then the last one that I please need you to reconcile is Revelation 11, verse 15. Spencer, please put that one up, because that one says something that we should think about, because Rochelle is right. It's an eschatological timeline. And where does eschatology come into your argument then? Revelation 11, verse 15. And the seventh is... Okay. Uh, the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. See, I, listen, I'm not talking about the end of days. I'm talking about today. I'm talking about Jesus Christ ruling and reigning today. Right now, is he king of kings and lord of lords right now today, or is Satan in control? That's that's my question. I don't want to get in an eschatological debate when it's going to happen. My question is, is he right now Far above all principalities and powers. Is he king of kings or not right now today? Is there something else he has to do to make himself king of kings? Yes. He needs to come back and put his feet on Mount Zion according to eschatology. He can't come back and put his feet on Mount Zion if he's not king of kings. Can you put put up Hebrews 4.1? No, I'm going to go to Clay. I'm going to go to Clay. Go to Clay. Sorry. Uh, well, I was just going to follow up on that Revelation eleven fifteen because that's what I was going to speak of. Uh, in the Bible, it, uh, Jesus says, do not be of this world. And then when you look at Revelation eleven fifteen, it says, then the seventh angel blew his trumpet and there were loud voices in heaven saying, the kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ and he shall reign forever and ever. So whenever that seventh trumpet sounds, then it will be have become, it is finished, it has become the kingdom of Christ. So I don't really, I don't ever hear it saying in the Bible that it's the kingdom of Satan. It calls it the kingdom of the world, and Satan is trying to rule it. But he's not going to have rulership over this world. Folks, let me tell you, I'm, I'm, here's my point. All of you. Good point, Clay. Good point, Michelle. Good point, Russell. Is he king of kings over the earth right now? Uh, Someone answer. Let's go. Colossians. Then what's that, Mark? Colossians says that Jesus is the head of principalities and powers. We right are the body, he's the head. So all of that right means now. that we are part of Jesus. Amen. Now, Mark, here on this earth, do I have to yield to the authority of Satan? No. no. You can and give him power you through can. your you power. Can. Since you if have he, all the power of heaven and earth, you can give Satan power. Are you, are you people in, uh, in this show right now, are you guys serving the devil? Is Satan your God right now? Are you telling me that Satan is above God right now? You say, oh, yeah, well, he is on the earth. Really? Why does it say that? He's the prince. Or Michelle said, king of this world. What does that even mean, king of this world? God's not of the world. We're not of the world. We're in it. We have all authority over it. See, it's a mindset, Right? It's a mindset. They've told us the devil's in control. Coach, just to finish your comment. Dispensation. Hang on. Can't keep breaking I'm sorry. Listen, I I get it. I get it. I get it. Because you know what? Sometimes I feel like we're talking about different things. I'm not talking about the book of Revelation and the ending of all things. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm asking you right now, today, is Jesus Christ King of kings and Lord of lords? Over all the earth. Yes or no? Hey, Coach, he is. The thing is, is uh, once the once his kingdom comes, the only people that's going to be living in his kingdom are the righteous. All these his kingdom is already come. Not be there. His kingdom is already come. 
kingdom has already come. His kingdom is within. His kingdom has already come. Amen. The kingdom of God is within you. Amen. Amen. Peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. That's already in me. Amen. I'm not afraid of jail. I'm not afraid of death. I serve the king. Amen. Amen. Amen, coach. We're talking about. I'm not of this world. Boy, I never dreamed we were going to get in this today. I came in here. I wasn't really. Folks, you gotta, you better settle in your heart. All of us. All of us. We better settle in our heart. Is he king and kings over America today, yes or no? We, and if you, if you think the devil's in control, then that explains why the devil's in control. And you mean to tell me? That the church, the body of Christ, as Mark Trump spoke of, you mean to tell me if the body of Christ rose up in unison that Washington, D.C. would stand against it? Are you going to tell me that? Are you really going to tell me that? No, the body of Christ doesn't rise up in unison against Washington, D.C. because the body of Christ doesn't realize it has the power to. We're told we're going to be taken out of here. Oh, man. Go ahead, Janine. I walked on you once. Didn't mean to. Go ahead. Okay. I just have a couple things. First of all, um, if you would put up Hebrews 4.1, please. <clears throat> I, was going to read, I was going to read Hebrews 4 this morning, but I didn't get to it. Okay. Hebrews 4.1. Right. Um, in the King James. Yeah, there you go. It says, let us therefore... Fear, least a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of. Now read, uh, pull up 319 of Hebrews. Please. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Now go back to 48, please, of Hebrews. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day. Rochelle is right. Um, Joe, I have to disagree. We are not sitting at the right hand of God because we are in him and he's in us. But he is also our very high priest making intercession for us. We do not usurp his authority. And that rest, if you understand and look up what the rest is, it's the Sabbath. For he would have done another day. The reason why the church today has no power is because they've given it back over to the small G God, which is Sunday worship, the sun God, Ra. God said he is the head of the church, which is a large G, and he is the, reigns as the Sabbath. It is not, um, we do not take his authority, and yet we've given it over to a pope, a popery, and we've all followed. So, Janina, are you telling me yes or no? We are not. Janine, are you, is, is, God is all power and authority given? All right, that's what, is Jesus Christ all power and authority given in the right here, right, right now? Yes. Yes. Again, yes, cool. it is. I'm with you. He's, yes, it is. And he reigns. And he reigns, but we've given it back small g amen. because we've not entered into his rest because of unbelief amen rich it's satan's church rich yeah dave uh well you stirred the mud up today yep. <laughs> uh that's good though I mean, one thing that i i feel like is a lot of our issues is we step out the front door and we go to tackle the world <clears throat> carnally and we forget to walk out at the front door spiritually with the Holy Spirit in us. And we, you know, we we, we know God's in charge, but he we forget that mm-hmm. you know he, he did and he did when he ascended, he said, I'm gonna bring you the comforter, I'm gonna give you the Holy Spirit to dwell within you. And I don't think we, we try to tackle these we tackle that we try to tackle take on the Satan and the and the evil spirit in the carnal, not in the spiritual. 
I'm running out of time. I'm running out of time. I'm with you. Look here. Just came okay. down. Listen, listen. I'm going to make it a point right here, right? Uh, hey, folks, the issue is authority. The issue is authority. We don't understand authority. If I say to her, go upstairs, she goes upstairs. If I tell her to go brush her teeth, she goes and brushes her teeth. If I tell her, don't eat any more grampy pills, she doesn't eat any more grampy pills. Why? Because she and I both understand authority. We don't. We don't understand authority. Amen. Amen, Coach. We think there's somebody else we can go to and ask them if we can have candy. And I said, I told you don't do that. You can't have that. No. And little sweetheart here, she understands authority, don't you? You like grampy pills? Yeah. Say hi to everybody out there. So authority is a good thing. All power, all authority is given up. We don't have we have delegated authority and we don't we don't we don't know it. Amen. They told us we don't. They told us we don't. Now look, folks, I'm not talking about end times and Jesus coming back and in the last days and timing. I'm asking a very simple question. Right now, here today, in 2022, does Jesus Christ have all authority? And if he does, did he give it to his body? To me, it's pretty simple. Jessica. Thanks, Coach. So going back to the word sway, um, sway means to incline or bend to one side, veer, to incline to incline toward change as an opinion or feeling. So, of course, he's got the ability to sway. You know, we're under his sway. We're under his influence, like you said. Um, he's a liar. He's a liar from the beginning. So in Matthew, when he says that to, to Jesus... All these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. What does Jesus answer? He says, be gone, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you Mm. serve. Then the devil left him and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. And why did the devil pick that moment? Because although Jesus was fully God, he was also fully human and able to be tempted in any way that we are tempted. So he chose that moment. At his weakest, after fasting in the wilderness for 40 days, he chose that moment when his humanness, even though he was still fully God, his humanness was at its weakest. So he was able to, I believe, he was lying. I believe he was Mm. lying. He had nothing really, truly to give to Jesus. That's what I believe. He lies to us. He lies to us. He's a liar from the beginning. That's in the Bible, too. So then so so then a young girl at 17 years old gets lied to by some boy who talks about how much he loves her and wants to have a family with her and uh, gets her in the backseat of the of the car and knocks her up. And what looked like a really, really good deal to the girl at 17 doesn't be such a really, really good deal, is it? Right. Uh, right. So the devil comes offering things that he doesn't have the power to give. Amen. And we know this, that if, you've, if you're operating in disobedience, if you are serving the devil rather than serving the Lord, then you're not going to get the blessings of the Lord. Now, the Bible says that all things will work together for good for those who love the Lord and are caught according to his purpose. He'll make good out of it. But if you follow the edicts and the commands of the devil, there ain't no good there. There ain't no good there. Oh, he'll make good out of it. His promise that following the devil ain't good. And the truth of the matter is, that is what we have been taught. Every one of us in the queue, if we were really, really honest, we have a head knowledge, an understanding that he's the king of the kings. We, we get it. We can say it. We can pray it. But we don't really get it. We don't really get it. We don't really get it. And it's a question of authority. And so, therefore, when the devil tries to sneak in my basement door, I have the authority to say, you're not allowed in here. Get out of here, dude. You are not allowed. Amen. But instead we moan and groan and complain, oh, the devil's after me. Really? Neil, come in quickly. In response to your or in response to your question, is Jesus Christ king of America? Yes, he is. He is king of America. So over America. This all over, America. Sh- over America. So when this all shakes out, he will be glorified as it states in the gospel. <laughs> Of John he, chapter he seventeen, won't become, every, he won't become we, king. He is king, and we'll and we're so focused on the micro moments that we overlook the macro moments. So we yeah. have to stay focused on the whole picture. Thanks, Coach. Amen. Amen. Good one. Good, good one. Mel, quickly. 
I'll wait until the after show. Okay. Uh, Craig, quickly. Well, you know, Coach, uh, you, you actually had authority when you were a coach, but you had assistants and you had players. Delegated. I'm sure you had, you had squabbles and you had people, uh, clicks and stuff like that. And sometimes you let those things play out over time. You didn't want to be involved in every decision, every sentence. You didn't do that, and that's what God's doing. It's not a matter of who's in authority. It's the question is, is why is God allowing this to play out? And what mm. is he trying to teach us? Not only teach us, what is he trying to teach the heavenly hosts? Because it's not Amen. just all about man. Nope. You know what, folks? It's not even about authority. It's about who exerts authority. God bless you. See you tomorrow.